it's a damn shame how I I've damn near forgotten how to record (laughs) even plug this shit in I was just like is it working is my mic coming through like if you just take a little bit of time off a time the time away from something oh my gosh does that shit just evaporate if you're old (sighs) luckily though I'm not that old I'm (laughs) I just turned 21 today (laughs) if y'all must know Make sure y'all card me when I walk in the dough. I know baby face Tammy turned 21 today. Let's get started. back to have nothing to say <laughs> yes that's exactly it but I mean we can we could just kick it real quick I can I can shoot the breeze we could talk about some shit that I've probably have missed or you've probably wanted maybe an opinion on hmm let's okay let's start with the obvious because if you know me just a tad bit you know I love on-air personalities and hosts and DJs in podcasting, right? And so one person I found myself really paying attention to, respecting, and almost, I want to say idolizing is Joe Budden. Oh, I know. Some of y'all are like, barf. (laughs) How dare you? Loving hip-hop Joe? Yes. Yes. Loving hip-hop Joe Budden. You know why? Because I respect someone who's willing to spill the tea. And when I say spill the tea, I don't mean like be messy. I mean, just be transparent. Like, what's the tea? Give me the tea. What is the actual tea down to the tea? And I always felt like Joe was the one person that was going to give me the tea, right? So fast forward to today, you know, fast forward past his Hot 97 DJ career, his blog TV shenanigans with Tahiri and Kaylin, past couples therapy, love and hip hop, everyday struggle, he's at his podcast and he was having some, some turbulence with his podcast, you know, as we all go through, as you can tell, I, I'm not potting anymore for a reason, right? We'll get into that later, but things, things are going on in the pod sphere. A lot of people are, you know, dropping out. A lot of people are copping out and, and Joe Budden's castmates, his co-hosts, if you will, Rory and Maul were like, you know what? not coming back. And there's a lot that went on with that. I'm not going to recap it. That's not this show, but shout out to the YouTube channels and the YouTube videos that I've been watching where people just connect the dots for me. I think that that's an actual channel. I think it's called dot connection that there's this guy on YouTube who just, 
he does his research and he'll put it all in one YouTube video for you. Like when Olivia Dope came out and said that she was feeling or she experienced sexual harassment in the workplace with working on the Joe Budden network and at the hand of Joe Budden, someone then went out and found all the timestamps that she referenced and put them all in one video. <laughs> and you know, that made my life a lot easier and I'm not going to do that for y'all. I'm sorry. I'm not that bitch. I ain't got the time, but it's out there. I want you to know. But shout out to those individuals. So I say that all to say, Joe Budden, no, I don't stand. I still, I don't stand by him anymore. No, I don't idolize him anymore. I don't follow him because fast forward to today, his, his co-hosts, Rory and Maul were like, I'm out. And it seems to be things are dropping like flies. You got a sexual harassment allegation now. You, you lost your cash app deal. What is next, Joe Budden? You can't keep crashing and then just leaving the scene and think, oh, the insurance will handle it. No, nigga, you're a danger. That's that's how I see it. I feel like he's just getting into car accident after car accident after car accident. And there's people around him like Parks who who's just going to keep giving him a license, going to keep letting him get right back on the road and crash again like stop being an enabler and one thing that broke my heart in this whole thing is the response from the see the thing is podcast where olivia olivia dope dj'd and was a host and so she left the pod and the network because of sexual harassment and you know what these raggedy bitches got on air and said (sighs) well we know joe we're used to joe we have a certain rapport with Joe. Bitch. Listen, if someone experiences sexual harassment around you, near you, I'm not, listen, I'm not expecting everyone to just be Captain Save-A-Ho. You know what I mean? I Lack of a better phrase. No one's a hoe. But you know what I mean? But what I do expect you to do is hold the, the abuser the person who's doing the harassing accountable don't stop being stop being like parks bridget kelly and just letting shit slide because he's joe oh joe's gonna be joe and i get those vibes from joe himself he got on his podcast and issued a very weak apology and i'm nope 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 no no joe as passionate as I've seen you about other shit, you should have came with that same passion this go around. This is some serious shit, some serious serious allegations. And I see veins popping out when you talk to Yachty about being happy. <laughs> I see veins popping out when it's time to address Charlemagne. Oh, but when it's time for your ass to be held under the fire... And hold yourself accountable is, we didn't make the environment safe. I apologize for anyone's offended. We hope to move forward and do better. Yada, yada, yada. What'd y'all have for lunch? No, nigga. What? what, I don't want to spend the whole, you know, return special birthday pod about Joe Budden. But I say that again, all to say, no, I do not stand by Joe Budden. I do not 
support his platform anymore. And I am slowly but surely unfollowing all individuals who are associated. And so, and so I've been waiting around for responses from like Savon and his podcast with Alex on, um, the need to know, right. I, I stuck around and listened to girl, I guess, which is Karen civil and Ming Lee. I, I did like their response. They said that they're going to have to have a sit down with Joe and see where his head is at. And, you know, I liked that. That, as, that seemed like the first step towards accountability. So I appreciated it, but mm, we'll see what comes of it. And so I stuck around. I didn't like what I heard and I'm out. Long story short. So don't ask me no more shit about Joe. Oh, this, oh, that. I'm, I'm not a supporter. I know I saw him at his live show. I know I have a picture with him. I got a little autograph. I don't know what I got, but it is dead and gone. People change. We all shift. I'm on to the next thing. Don't even, don't even, don't even know who Joe is at this point. Joe who? Joe Schmo? (laughs) But moving on. Okay. So let's talk about another thing that's been on my timeline. Mulatto. (laughs) Okay. I mean, young nigga. <laughs> do y'all remember? Okay. Do you remember that Lorder Squad skit? Um, it's like Tyler, the creator, you know, odd future members and how his, his rapper name in the skit was young nigga. And everyone, you know, was telling him that his name was controversial. And so he holds a press conference and he's like, you know what? I'm going to change my name and moving forward. I am now going to take the young out of young nigga and it's like the funniest skit because obviously you would think and assume that you would take out the nigga that's the controversial part of being young nigga as a rapper what's that gotta do with anything well mulatto mulatto has the name mulatto right it means i don't have my definite like my my dictionary out but it means something to the effect of a mutt a mixed breed you know Half black, half white. It's a derogatory, offensive term to use for people who are mixed, right? And so Mulatto claims growing up, because this has been her rap name since she was 14. Growing up, she was called this as an insult in school or by bullies or whatever. And so she wanted to laugh in bullies' faces and change that name into something that she would then make positive and be a star from and, and make a point that, you know what, you're, you and your hurtful words did not hold me back. And, and she did that. Right. But some people, some people ain't rocking with it. They're like, mm, nah, mulatto is still offensive. And even if you yourself are embracing the word and trying to, you know, change the meaning for a lot of other people, it, it, they're still far from that. And then you can't tell someone how to be offended or what to be offended by. And so if someone still finds that to be a hurtful, offensive, derogatory word, you then need to switch it up, change your name. And you know what Mulatto did? And I love this part of it all. She was like, you know what? Bet, say less. I'm gonna say more and change my name. But... Here's the butt. It's a big butt too. Ooh, IG model. She changes it to Lotto. <laughs> so instead of Mulatto, 
oh, she's Lotto. And it wasn't even, she didn't even change it to big Lotto. Like at least give it like another, another ring to it. You know what I mean? Humor us into thinking that it never came from a derogatory word. And you know, I get both sides. I really do. Like Mulatto has built a whole career off of this name. And then for, for people to be like, change it. I'm sure that's tough to do. You know what I mean? I know you're thinking like, well, what about Titty Boy? Titty Boy did it. He's two chains. He needed to do that. Ain't nobody gonna fucking call him Titty Boy. Come on now. People was confused. Like, what? You got titties under there? Like, what? What we doing? You like titties? What? What we doing? It's not making sense. Now, Mulatto, we knew what it was. She's Mulatto. That's her name. Okay, let's get it. Where the raps at? And she was like, okay, I'm going to change it. And you don't want to change it to something completely crazy different because then people are going to be like, who, huh? Who's that? What's her name? Alicia? Like, (laughs) you can't just pick a random name. I don't know. I feel for her. But Lotto does sound crazy. She should have at least changed it to Big Lotto because she's always trying to rap Lotto with Lotto. And so might as well just be like, my name's Lottery. Or... (laughs) (laughs) my name's big lotto something but i did like her little freestyle that she dropped it's called the biggest you know how the the little female rappers are are fighting over the word big now big drees big ruchi um big bank bisha big lotto so (laughs) she had to drop (laughs) drop a freestyle called the biggest and i enjoy mulatto i've i've been a champion of her ever since the rap game when i watched her season and i saw her write her own music i saw her put in the work ethic and i saw her be the most mature kid in the house i thought you know what i like her i'm a a rock winner in her career and i'm still standing by her sure yes i'm giving her a side eye for the name but i understand how tough it is to just change your name after you already have a hit with trina and sweetie it's not that easy it's just not that easy now i i get it it probably should have never been her name but when you look at her parents you can probably understand why it was never checked but neither here nor there she's a good rapper and i'm gonna see what comes of this moving forward are are, like are people gonna embrace it or people are just gonna be like nah you're still offensive so we shall see (sighs) okay so kind of related but not really um being offended (laughs) something being offensive um one thing i've been tapping into is Jocelyn's cabaret show. <laughs> now, <laughs> this episode's a hot mess. I'm just talking about all the nonsense. Now, if you're unfamiliar with Jocelyn's, oh, okay. So if you're unfamiliar with Jocelyn, let's start there. She's from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. She was Stevie J's artist slash mistress and broke up the bond and union of Stevie J and Mimi. Do y'all remember that? Puerto Rican princess. Yes, that's her. Right, right, right. And so she's back, right? Well, she ain't really never left, but she's back with something new. Season two, to be exact, of Jocelyn's Cabaret, where she gets a team of strippers, hustlers, um, ladies of the night. That's a nice term to use, you know, rather than the other terms. And she's looking for a cabaret. She wants to teach them choreography. She wants them to perform alongside her and put on a a great big cabaret burlesque type show, right? I'm feeling it. I like it because, hey, 
when I see pictures of Jocelyn, I low-key stare a little bit. You know what I mean? Because she looking good, body right. So I'm tuned in. And I'm sure y'all have seen the scene or the clip (laughs) of double homicide. So a young woman was brave enough to stand in front of a crowd, a group full of other women, and express that she was moved by Jocelyn's passion and story because she too was going through things. And Jocelyn's like, huh, what, what you going through? Speak on it. And she did. And this young woman by the name of Aqua, this is her stage name on the Jocelyn's Cabaret show. Aqua then shared that she just had an abortion and she had to abort twins. Hmm. Very sad, right? Very sad. (sighs) I'm trying to hold it together now. Mm, Man. Okay. So another young woman in the group by the name, damn, what is her name? Um, It'll come to me later. I'm sure it will. Another young woman then interrupts and interjects and says, oh, damn, double homicide. And ever since the show has just been downhill because I'm on episode four or five now because that was episode one. And these bitches just been fighting with the titties out, lips out, everything out. And it all spawned from that clip, that scene that I'm sure everyone has grown accustomed to. But this show, I'm going to say, is highly entertaining. I feel like you get a little bit of everything, a little bit of humor, because come on now. I know that comment was crazy, but it was a little funny. You also get sexiness, because these are some stripper bitches, right? And this show is on Zeus. This is not on a cable network channel. So they show in body. They show in body parts. And, and then some, you know what I mean? Okay, and in addition to that, you get to hear real life stories from some real ass bitches that you may recognize from World Star Hip Hop, Pornhub. I don't know what you're into. Um, XNXX, I, I don't know what you're into. <laughs> but you get to see this insight to this, this world where you don't have to fuck up your browser <laughs> or go into incognito mode to see. It's just on Zeus. I recommend you watch it. It might be a little edgy, but if you're into that type of edgy ratchet nonsense reality TV trash, yes, yes, it's perfect. Like it is perfect. It's a nice escape. I love a good ratchet fight. Like I've said before, and I think I mentioned it on my last birthday episode, ironically, the Players Club, come on now. Y'all know that's my in my top five movies and top top two, not two cinematic fight scenes. Come on now. Everybody out the dressing room, please. Anyways, watch Jocelyn's Cabaret Show on Zeus. It's only $4 a month, so put down the burger and afford it. Something else I want to mention that I watched that is a good watch that I'll have to probably rewatch because I was I was like doing things in between episodes and distracted half the time. But the half that I did catch was hilarious. And it was Michael Che's show on HBO. Um, I forgot exactly the title, but if you type type in his name, it's going to pop up. Michael Che is the guy or the one of the few black men of SNL. He does the the weekly, what is it called? Like rundown or whatever that new show is. He he's that guy. 
And he has a show now on HBO Max. It's hilarious. It's about being black and blackness and black jokes and black humor for black people. And so, yeah, I thought that would be something that y'all would like to hear. Speaking of all black everything, because, you know, I'm trying to, you know, always be on that tip. Always black content when you come to tea with Tammy. So tell a friend to tell a friend that you always going to learn something black when you over here. And so my friend, my, my college friend from Texas state, go Bobcats, Jada kill released his, his first comic book series. It's a three part series. His, his work, his mind is amazing. And I just, I'm just so proud that a black man was able to have his own work published and illustrated by another black individual. Like it's just black greatness going, going on all around me. And I just had to mention it here. So, um, the, the three part, let me, let me look it up real quick. The three part comic book series from Jada Keel is, is available now. So I already have mine on my bookshelf. So, Let's, let's start there that it's already out. You can purchase it now. And I think it's one of those types of things where you name your price type shit. And so of course I I went above the, the suggested amount and it shipped to me in maybe two days. It was a two day wait. It's illustrated by Sarah P. She is also of color. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Okay, okay, okay. So the series is called Dancing with Wolves. And the description on Instagram says, it's a horror-based mini-series revolving around individuals attempting to find freedom in a land of wolves. <sighs> Listen, follow It's A-Q, I-T-S-A-Y-E-C-U-E. And look and, and purchase today. You can also buy it on aconicmedia.com, A-C-O-N-I-C media.com. Available now. So shout out to a black author, black illustrator doing black ass things. Like, how like does it get any better? <laughs> does it get any better than this? Actually, it does. Because <laughs> you know what dropped today too? Twerka later. Listen, I've been waiting for this song to finally drop. The City Girls dropped Twerkalator. It like samples one of those throwback, like supersonic type songs. And they had some trouble clearing that sample. Understandably, because it's 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 such a familiar, popular sound. But hey, they got it done. They dropped it. I'm ready to twerk all weekend long for my birthday. Now I will say it's only two minutes, so they could have been had this cleared. Like, what is the big hoopla? This the song sounds like an interlude. Like, where is the the rest of of the track? But nonetheless, you know, I'm gonna take what I can get and be happy with it. Now, one thing that dropped that someone thought I was just gonna take and accept, nah, this DJ Khaled album. I know it's a little old now, but when I heard it, it was all right, you know? And I'm just like, Khaled just can't keep sliding by on all right shit. Where, where are the classics? Where are the hits? Where are the anthems? And I'm not hearing them. Not on this album, not on the last album. So what's good? What's happening, DJ Khaled? Did that pandemic really get to you? Did Tyler, the creator, really get to you two years ago? Like, what? Like, ever since then, it's really been downhill. And 
I will say, like, there are some good moments on the album. Like, I like the Migos, and I like Bryson Tiller. But other than the shit I know I'm gonna like already, what else did you give me? You gave me a half-assed Cardi song. Sorry, because there's better Cardi songs out there than that. I'm not going back to that. I'm gonna play Up instead. You gave me, <laughs> you gave me a weak ass apology song from Justin Timberlake. I thought we just canceled this nigga. See, y'all keep bringing him back. He he is like a cat. He's got too many lives, too many lives. Cause this nigga just cannot just sit down somewhere for a good amount of time. Cause I swear, one on the last episodes I was here, we was just saying how we was gonna put him on ice. Damn, it ain't even been two months. Can't let's get through the summer on, with him in timeout. And then we'll revisit. Like, can we do that as a group? Like, damn, DJ Khaled? Like, the fuck? Oh, but you know what I do like? Off off DJ Khaled. Beam me up, Scotty. I do like the trend or people taking their mixtapes and putting it on streaming services, even though I know that's probably hard to do because the mixtapes I like are like, you know, recycled beats or, you know, covers. And so people aren't just clearing that for you to then make money off of. But hey, Nikki got it done. Nikki re-released Beam Me Up Scotty, a classic, because you already know like what it is with Itty Bitty Piggy. Like when it comes to black women and that song being on, that's the anthem. Like, see, it's shit like that that reminds me that Nikki is an icon. She's, she's reached an icon status. Now, I don't think I like Nikki as a person per se, but I am going to let her slide on a lot of shit because I did give her a harsh time and I did not see the full picture of what labels do behind the scenes and just how there, there's just a lot of shit going on with her, the label, Cardi, other media, just, it was kind of, I saw, I saw what people were doing and I felt like I didn't need to add to it. And so I do apologize for going a little too hard against a black woman. Same thing with Monique. It's the same thing. Like at one point I was like, man, what's wrong with Monique? Like she needed chill. But in hindsight, I know, I know why Monique is Monique and why she did what she did. It's shit like that. And so I'm back to being on the Nikki train now. Not so much her and this Kenneth man and her personal life and personality, but I'm here for the music and seeing green, even though it's a laughable beat (laughs) and Nikki didn't go the hardest, man, did my husband save that song? Like that song was for Drake. Like Drake just like, that was a Drake song seeing green. And so what do he say at the end? Six G O D C M B. You know, <laughs> listen, he got the team on his back. Anyways, I know y'all be rolling y'all's eyes at home when I be thirsty for Drake. So let's um let's wrap this up with some some other quick little topics, and I'll be out of your hair. Okay, one thing I wanted to definitely get on here and say is, hmm, protect your peace. Like, 
separate yourself from the nonsense if you have to, if that's just going to make you a better person, give you a better attitude or just a better atmosphere overall. Cause there is some individuals that were just lingering in my life, just like operating as leeches. Like they just come around when they need something and then totally disregard when you need something. And I was just like, you know what? You're no longer serving me. I no longer want to serve you. It is time to now cut the cord. And ever since like, I felt free almost, and it's almost made me want to start creating again. Now, I'm not going to say, oh, we're back to potting. This is just a one-off. It's my birthday. I'm feeling nice. But I will say, when you do that in your life, oh, do you just start seeing things clear as day? Like, man, I went on an unfollow spree for niggas who, who lie who scheme, scam, talk shit on my timeline, right? And man, I just feel like, I I feel like I'm only following beautiful black women now, which I feel like is the best thing to do anyway, right? Come on now. It just serves us all good. And then, okay, this is a side note. Let me be petty. (laughs) Let me be petty. I also want you all to know that I'm not interested in a lot of things that I used to be interested in, right? So at one point, this to me was a hip hop podcast. Like I would come up on here, talk about newest hip hop songs, hip hop artists, my opinion on those artists, where I want to see them move in the future, yada, 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 right? Mm, Trying to you know, I want to separate myself from just being like, oh, about rap. And I just want it to be black, right? That's been like a thing that I've battled with, with the past like year to two. And so I just want people to take heed to that and approach me knowing that now that I'm, I don't want to hear your song. I'm sorry. I don't want to review your album. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> If I wanted to talk to you, you would know, right? I just feel like we all know these things. If I wanted to support your music, I'd be supporting it, right? So it's just, don't come to me <laughs> with some nonsense of some shit that I'm, I'm, that's just not me anymore. I'm pushing 30. Even though I turned 21 today, I'm somehow pushing 30. I'm not interested anymore. I'm just not. And I'm sorry. This is a, this is a long soapbox now. And don't tag me in some dumb shit. Don't tag me in some dumb shit. Literally, I'm sitting here and someone just tagged me in some dumb shit with this podcast that I collaborated with like three plus years ago. I don't know if you remember the dead and gone podcast that it, that used to be called, um, I beg your pardon. They got ahead of themselves one day and got on, got on their platform talking about they were the only, the only podcast doing it in the city and the only podcast talking about hip hop correctly. Oh, 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 is that so? Fast forward today, I think they make chocolate covered candies or something or like, I think they have a food blog or something. I don't know what they do with their lives now, but that's to say Don't tag me in some dumb shit that I no longer even fuck with. Let me get off my petty soapbox. And the last thing I want to talk about is your safety. Come on now. I live in Texas. Not even, I don't even want to talk about Greg Abbott, but 
I want you to be safe. I want you to make smart decisions if you're going to be outside this summer, living your best life, right? I don't want anyone to live in fear or be cooped up in the house with their depression. I want you to be outside. I really do. Cause I'm shit. I'm a be, but I'm also vaccinated. Oh, I don't think I mentioned that. Did I? I'm vaccinated. I went ahead and I went ahead and got on the boat. Now where the boat takes me, we'll see. <laughs> I got on the boat, man. I'm waving to my friends who stay behind in the tribe. <laughs> and I want to be safe. I want to be, I want to see what this opportunity gives me. And so <laughs> I am vaccinated and I feel like that is a step towards being safe. And you know what another step is? Ignoring Greg Abbott and wearing your mask. I don't give a fuck who you are, where I'm at. Don't think I'm going to just take off my mask for you. People are so like selfish and self-centered to come up to you and be like, why do you have your mask on? Why do you care how safe I'm being? Do you walk up to construction workers and be like, why you got your hard hat on? I'm sure you don't. I'm sure you fucking don't. So don't walk up to me asking why I got my mask on. You know why? Because you're too close and niggas is sick out here. And I haven't had a cold in over a year. And I like that. Okay. How about that? And on that note, it's my birthday. I ate cupcakes for breakfast. I'm going to eat some hibachi for lunch. And I'm going to have sushi for dinner. Shout out to my girl Kiki. She cashed at me some sushi money. And if anyone else wants to contribute to the funds, that is dollar sign the Tammy J. T-H-E-T-A-M-I-J. Thank you for spending my birthday with me and listening to this podcast. If you made it through this, this abnormally long pod, I thought I was going to come up here and just talk for 10 minutes. And here we are, 35 I think I missed y'all, but not too much for this to be a regular thing again. So (laughs) until next time, you're going to have to sip a lot of tea (laughs) and happy birthday to me.